1: Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Randomic Beretta. Well, your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. We're gonna have a great show for you today. Actually, today it would be great. I'm gonna be just answering our whatever you throw in the in the messages, whatever you throw in the uh, in the uh, what else, whatever you throw. If, if you give me a call, the telephone number is on the screen. Uh, if you tweet and you uh, tag the tweet with. Polit- you know, I better put that, but put that screen up. If you tag it with politics done right on your tweets, uh, I will go ahead and uh, take care of whatever it is you send out there. But I think I better go ahead and set, start my, my, my Twitter handler here because, uh, you know, every now and then you forget to get it started. And let's see if I can get that started. Okay, so folks, give us a call. Uh, the number is on the screen, and I'm going to put it in the feed right now. If you want to uh, say a word, say a word or two. I did my thesis on miscommunication patterns. I love that, Bridge. I love that. There you go. There, that's a number to call us on. I am trying to bring up our... I think I have the tweet stuff set up here. Let's see if that's the Twitter deck. That's not Twitter deck, but I can go ahead and just scan on politics done right. And any messages that come in with politics done right, I'll go ahead and uh, read it or answer it or whatever. But again, that number to call in is 346-248-7799. And the ID to get in is 254-600-9091. 600-9091 nine zero nine one well you know what I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to I know it's on this screen here we have so many screens here sometimes it gets confusing alright let's see I'm going to go ahead and I think I have yeah politics done right is set up but I just need to move it over to this side anyhow let's see how you move that put it here first oh did that move that didn't move Okay, let's see. Yeah. Move, location, move. Okay, I can't move it, but that's okay. I'll still be able to see it. Anyhow, folks, we're going to have a great show for you today. What you want to talk about? I know what I want to talk about. It's very important. Uh, we started, I mean, Biden started out great. But then he had to drop some bombs. And people are going to say, are you going to react the same way when Biden dropped bombs as you did when Donald Trump dropped bombs? You bet your life I'm going to. When are we going to learn? Oh, you want to show a strong front because they they killed a couple of Americans or one American got killed from a rocket that really wasn't targeted but to create mischief. It's wrong, but um, I tell you what. When are we going to learn? When are we going to learn that it's unnecessary war is never or rarely ever necessary? According to Michael Rudnan, what he found, Bo of the Fifth Column says this was retaliation against non-state actors for their attack. Iraq, non-state actors, meaning a sponsored black ops crew, that the Iranian government uh, could disavow with plausibil- plausible deniability. This proportional strike was about the least the Biden administration could do without the Republicans calling him weak, thus sidelining a conversation of months while keeping Iran at the table to continue peace accords and return to the nuclear deal. Normally, under previous presidents and there's retaliation, the target is a sponsor government with disproportionate damage. Bo of the fifth column, before you support the troops... You have to support the truth. When I give my opinion, rather than explaining the dynamics, I say I come down uh, more on the side of there being better ways to send a message. Miss me with the warmongering stuff. I don't think I need to say war is bad, and I don't think anybody really watches this channel to be told war is bad. The harsh reality, you want to leave the Middle East, Iran needs to come out of isolation which means we have to do the hard part to make up for decades of meddling while pulling out immediately sounds great. It creates a power vacuum. War is bad because of the human cost in life, right? Yes. Look, let me get this straight, first of all. You're not going to do anything that you want to do to harm the country. But by the same token, you just just don't go willy-nilly and drop bombs. You just don't do that. People can say, well, what should he have done to not be called weak by Republicans? You finally take care of... Look, it's not hard to neutralize Republicans. It's not hard to tell the truth. It's not hard to say, war... Look, what do you want? Look at what war has brought us so far. What has it done for the average American citizen thus far? Has it made their lives any better? Has made a few rich... It has made a few rich. But anyhow, let's go ahead and get started. I'm going to tell you what. That I, have a, I have an interview, but I'm going to do that a little later. Then I'm going to come back again. But again, if you want to give us a call, give us a call at Michael Rudnan. You caused my stuff to scroll down. So I'm going to read it again. 346-248-7799. The ID is 254-600-9091. Bridge MCP says, I think religion is a backbone of all wars, land rights, equality, how am I to argue with that? Read the Bible, read any religion, and you see things of that nature. Okay, here is the show today. Let's see. I don't know, I have a sort of an allergy thing that is messing with my sinuses. And I, I just went outside for a little bit. I think I think not doing a whole lot of stuff outside, your immune system reacts when you go outside and there's all that muck in the air, you know? Anyhow, we had a freeze. A lot of stuff died. A lot of muck is in the air from those dead plants. Who knows what's going on here. Anyhow, here is what our show is going to be about today. Here we go. Aquí está. Call, comment, tweet. Friday and Clint uh, Paget points out communication is not conversation. In times of Zoom, Clint Paget says communication isn't conversation, people. If you really want to have a conversation, you have to do more than just zoom and I tend to agree with him one hundred percent anyhow continuing uh I want to before I get into the interview et etc what I really want to do is talk about something that should be on all of our minds right now and that is what the parliamentarian in the Senate did. She said in as much as it created a $50 billion effect on the budget, she said that we cannot we cannot use the uh, the $15 minimum wage in reconciliation which means we're going to need 60 votes if you want In whatever bill we finally put the $15 minimum wage in it's going to require us to have 60 votes to pass it unless we can the filibuster. Democrats, however, they have a plan B. The plan B is to say, if we can't set the minimum wage, there's one thing that we can do. We can prevent companies from getting certain tax breaks if they don't pay $15. So therefore, we're not saying you have to pay $15, but don't come to the to the government for breaks if you're not paying $15. Since the Senate parliamentarian advised that a, this is from Daily Coast. since the Senate parliamentarian advised that a minimum wage increase cannot be a part of the budget reconciliation bill, Democrats are looking for Plan B. And what is Plan B? Senate officials deem, uh, let's see, if I. Uh, the House is set to spend a long day finish up work on a public lands bill. Ah, that's not the one that I wanted to read. Sorry, I didn't have that one queued up. Uh, they had to do that because of the parliamentary. Uh, let me back up. Promise and the desperate necessity to raise millions of people above the current poverty level minimum wage of seven twenty-five an hour. They have to do that because of the parliamentarian rules that came despite several Republican policies with less effect. I wanted to read the exact piece that said how they're going to do it, but I don't have it in front of me right here. But here's the thing. I don't think progressives, Democrats, all of us have really made the the appropriate case to show exactly how evil 7.25 is in 2021. We've had 7.25 for 11 years or, or more. And we have to also remember, however, that if we had indexed the minimum wage for inflation it would be north of $20 an hour okay now there are a lot of people who say oh this is just entry level work so therefore since uh, the people who are doing this work it's entry level by somehow raising this minimum wage you're going to create a problem with that employer because now he's going to try to uh, he's going to lay people off because it cost him more uh, you know, wealth transfer, income transfer, and wage theft is a very insidious thing. There's a, there are a lot of different ways of doing it, right? You can actually have wage theft by simply not paying the wage that somebody made. You can do that, right? In other words, if you're making $100 a week, your boss can simply say, I'm going to hold back $10 and not tell you you're just not getting it. That's, that's wage theft, but there are other ways we can allow our system itself to effect wage theft. And how do we do that? It's amazing. Hey, Bridge, where's my picture? Yeah, send it to me and I'll, I'll post it if you have it, that is. How do, we, how do we have wage theft in a systemic fashion? Here's how systemic wage theft works. Let's say we have an average inflation rate of 3%. And let's say the minimum wage were $10. I'm just doing it because it's easy to calculate. The next year, that minimum wage is supposed to be, if it's 3%, right, it would be a 30% increase. So that w- would be 10.30. Let's say it's three years again, I mean 3% in the next year, the next year it would be 10, your minimum wage would be $10.67 or $0.68. Cents. The next year would be $11, et cetera. And people would say, but wait a minute. Um, what is that doing to the employer? Well, if you take a look at what the employer is doing, right? The employer is buying more product at, those infl- at the inflation rate costs. And he doesn't go ahead and say, I don't want to pay the 3% inflation cost on the products that I am buying. He just buys it because that's what it costs. Likewise, uh, when his profit increases because if if he sells a piece of bread for a dollar and inflation goes up and he now starts selling it for $1.10, he continuously makes more money based on inflation. But he does not want to give his minimum wage worker that, that profit as well. So in effect, he is creating income inequality because he's freezing this guy's income while he continues to pay more to the people who sell him the flour, to the people who sell him the fat, to the people who sell him all these different things he doesn't have a problem paying them more, whatever the market will bear. He doesn't mind paying them the inflation rate that's going. He doesn't mind because his product, his prices of his products has increased because of what he has to pay. He doesn't mind making more money so that he, his salary, is indexed to inflation as well. Meaning he makes more profit. The only person who suffers in this capitalist system. Is the worker, the person who they try to remove all power from. You get a union, they try to remove the union. You remember I had uh, Yvette on a few days ago. They want to take away your union, they want to take away your ability to bargain, to say, hey, you got to pay me too. It is It is an orchestrated wage theft. Inflation or minimum wage Not indexed to inflation is wage theft. Let's go a little further. McDonald's used to pay, let's say, $3, let's say the $7.25 an hour minimum wage. No, they pay more now, but $7.25 an hour. Their prices of burgers and everything went up. They still bring in those workers at $7.25 entry level. But the worker who worked in 19 or the worker who worked in 2010. For 725 is making more than the worker who comes in in 2020 working at 725. And guess what? That means that new entry-level worker can only buy less than his earlier entry-level worker. It is wage theft by design. It is Income transfer by design. It is wealth transfer by the design of the system. In other words, your employer by having a minimum wage that does not index to inflation and having a low minimum wage, what they're doing is they're sanctioning wage theft. And one of the things we don't do when we express these things is we don't express it in the language that's true. Oh, we make it seem as if we are doing the the low wage worker a favor by increasing their 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 the minimum wage, making things a little better for them. so thank you so very much. Thank you for doing that for us when in reality, all we are doing is stopping wage theft. Think about that. think about that. okay, let's see somebody has a question um a question let's see hello. Uh, In fact, you know what? I'm going to go to the top before I go into the video and start calling people up. Paul Fleming from ATL Atlanta checking in. Welcome aboard, Paul Fleming. Michael Rudnan, CPAC goes all in on Trump false election fraud claims. Conspiracy theory is now the official Republican platform. I'm glad the way you put that. Conspiracy theory is now the official Republican platform. But it's worse than that because I watched CPAC this morning. And I, I tell you, I couldn't – well, I could believe what I'm seeing, but it was pathetic because – you know what is so funny? It, it is – all of you saw the, the, the uh, unpatriotic, seditious insurrectionists running around that uh, – inside of the Capitol building with the uh, – with that uh, Confederate flag. You saw that with your own eyes. You saw that these guys said they were sent there by Trump. You also saw all the anti-Semitic, anti-Semitic uh, wear that these guys were wearing throughout, the, throughout the, the field. You saw that with your own eyes. And what do I see as one of the first panels on stage at CPAC? Three black guys, one white guy, discussing how uh, conservatism, how great conservatism and Trump was for them and how the Democrats want black folks on the plantation. We see at CPAC, that's what we see, right? And not only that, justifying. We had three black guys on at CPAC justifying the mob entering to the building saying when a government treats his people wrongly that is to be expected so they are also creating a justification for a mob a, a insurrectionists unpatriotic seditious insurrectionists they are justifying that by saying well if the government doesn't abide that is what you get wow nowhere did they say um how comes when black lives matter was in dc we had the National Guard that preempted the protest. But here where we had people saying they're coming with guns and bombs and everything, oh, it's okay. Um, it is, and then you get three black stooges on N- N- NDT talking about it's just a mob. It shows that people would you know take money for just about anything, right? Just about anything. All right, let me continue saying hi to my people. Bridge MCP, hey y'all, Lee Grand, hi all, hey brother Lee, how you doing? Paul Fleming, happy Friday. Uh let's see, Michael Rudnan. I think I read your stuff already. Uh let's see who else is here. Jimbo, 298. Seven people watching. Yes, but it's more, quite a bit more. That's what you're watching on that channel. Thank you, brother. But I am happy for each single one of them. Uh, Linda E., welcome aboard. Uh, Michael Rudden, and I think the VP Kamala Harris can overrule the par- The parliamentarian is an advisory job. That's all. They don't have to follow that. Lee Grant says, religion is a pillar in most societies. The Judeo-Christian tradition is central to Western culture False. False and false. Western culture that came to America enslaved people. Is that Judeo-Christian? Do you want to say that? Uh, you, you have to decide that. Uh, you have to decide how much of what we've done pre-civil rights, pre when we actually got a, a when we actually started to develop a heart. You really want to say that, Lee Grant? Be careful of what you're saying. Remember. We, we we don't have to coalesce to the history of the winner any longer. The history that most Americans learned was a false history. It was a glory, glory, hallelujah history. Let's remember that. Our history... Our, look, our power is undeniable. The innovations that have come out of America is undeniable. All those things are undeniable. But let's not... Go under the false belief that all of this came about just because we're America, an exceptional country, a nice people. That's not how it came about. So let's not continue the lie. Bridge MCP, Linda E. Hey there, Ms. I got, I got a mug. LOL. Nanette Bird Smith. I just don't understand why $15 gets Republicans uh, panties and a what? especially with a graduated increase. I want $15 right away. I'll take the graduated increase. But we want it right away. And the graduated increase is a compromise that hurts a lot of people. But if that's all you can get, uh, I'll talk about what Ilan Omar has to say in a little bit because what she had to say was present. Daniel Adol Ah, the old Marxist tactic of going around the law. Why stop? It has been working for years. Hmm. The only one that went around the law was Brother Trump, remember? To one thing harming many. true. Linda E. Bridge, send him your pick, Linda E. Actually, Bridge says she's going to send me the picture when uh, she gets healed. Michael Rudnin, if minimum wage kept up with the productivity since 1968, it would be24 dollars an hour. That's what I was trying to talk about earlier. Nanette bird Smith, two-thirds of Florida voters passed a $15 minimum wage this past election. Go figure. Under DeSantis, right? Absolutely. Lee Grant, religion is a source of comfort and purpose to many folks. I know. Hell, my wife is a deacon. I understand religion. I used to be very... I was, I, I, listen, I was the director of my choir back in Panama. I played the piano and the, I sang with the gospel messengers in Panama when I was a kid. Came to the United States uh, on, on a trip that, uh, that several churches wanted these foreigners to sing in. I know that. I left religion when I learned about it. My wife is still in religion. My wife is a devout Christian. My wife is a deacon. But I get it. I am not going to try to get anybody away from religion, but don't try to say that, okay, the, you know, it's been the great, great thing. Nanette Birdsmith, I agree. Okay, Michael it's a moral value, anyone who works full-time should be nowhere near a poverty line. I accept that, I believe that, and that is how it should be. Linda E. says, or rather, Bridge MCP, Linda E., not yet, was sick. Oh, you, you're telling your story. Michael Rudnan if the minimum wage is put to a ballot initiative, it will pass overwhelmingly. And that's why I don't understand why Democrats just the bat for the minimum wage. I mean, they need to go to the bat for the minimum wage, even if they decide to do it standalone, and then go ahead and use it to bust the filibuster. Got a quick question, different topic. When does conservative Senator Manchin and that other senator woman, uh, uh, what is her name, uh, Celie, uh I don't remember her name from Arizona. Cinema come up from re-election. I can never remember her name. Cinema is her name. I don't recall, but I think cinema comes up in two years, in four years. I, I think she came in with the wave in 2018, which puts her at 24. And Mansion, I would imagine, will be next. Uh, would be 22. Uh, would be 22. I think. Don't quote me on that. Hey, Mark Smith from London. Good evening, May Wood. Hello from Long Beach, California. May, how you doing, girl? Uh, let's see. Michael Rudden says McDonald's. Sure. Let's let's take that as an example they found that the higher cost of labor that results from increase in minimum wages gets passed on to consumers in the form of more expensive big macs more specifically they estimated that a 10% minimum wage increase leads to a 1.4% increase in the price of a big mac so if a big mac costs 5 bucks it adds a nickel a, a nickel point 4 wow such a problem such a problem to do the right thing, if these people in Congress are voting for, actually though that number I don't know, ten uh, percent. If, if uh, that a ten min, percent a minimum wage increase, I actually think Brennan and I I got a read up on that one. I think that's that is higher than I would expect, a ten percent increase in a seven. Because you're telling me if you give seventy cents more to that person, it increases a burger by uh, about a a you know I I think it's We'll talk about that another time. Bridge MCP says, If these people in Congress are voting for their constituents, it should pass. However, they are voting for their lobbyists. That is it on the money. Bridge, Who? that sounds fun. Hope you can... Yeah, anyhow, let's continue. Nanette Bird-Smith, Many employers are upping their starting wage. Why don't the Republicans see this? Costco s- says they will pay $16 an hour. Yes. Of course they should be paying more. But... Costco is generally a good employer. Uh, They they treat their employees fairly well. Uh, Would you pay an extra quarter for your hamburger to make sure everyone who works at a restaurant get a living wage? You betcha. And if you don't, I think it would be sort of an immoral thing, don't you? Okay. Question. Any validity to the estimate that 1.4 million jobs lost due to raising wages? Probably. I believe it would. Look. 1.4 1.4 million jobs would directly be directly likely be lost by an increase in minimum wage. Let me give an example. Let's say I have a sandwich shot.
0: 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.
1: Oh, that's
0: a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.
1: And that it's called, charging $15 an hour just doubled my... It more than doubled... Char, paying $15 an hour, for those who know how employers employees work, would more than double my labor costs. Because if I'm paying somebody $15 an hour, that means I also have to pay... An extra seven point five percent on that fifteen dollars to FICA. Okay, so understood. But so if I'm if I own a sandwich shop, I may want to get a little bit more work out of that employee that I'm now paying fifteen dollars an hour. So I'm if I have ten employees, I may lay off one or two to help you know to help defray the costs. And by the way, uh, so so I, I may do that. I will also likely increase my prices by a little bit. I will do all these things to mitigate that. So it might lose me that number of employees. What they don't tell you is that you lose 1.4 million employees directly from that. But you gain a lot more employees in the system because there is more money Moving around, this month, the amount of money that starts to circulate increases, and that increased circulation of money is with people who buy more. So therefore, at $15 while I, I, one person may lose a job, I will be buying a lot more at Costco. I will be buying a lot more at all these other places, which will increase volume. From all the places that Costco buys from, Costco has to buy more. And each and that percolates all the way down to increase employment because there's more demand. And you say, Well, is that demand just being manufactured? Yes, because that increase in wages transferring money from those who have more, which would spend a bit less, to those who have little who will spend all. And that's where you get the additional circulation. A lot of people don't like to look into how things really work. So increasing the minimum wage will, in fact, do just that. Uh, Michael Rudnan says, Egberto, if you see a post labeled, that means sarcasm because it has not always so obvious. Yeah, I know, I know. Did you put a sarcasm in one of them? I didn't say that. I didn't see that. A minimum wage removes personal choice for people. So just who is for choice? A minimum wage does not remove personal choice from people. A minimum wage says in America, if you own a business, you have a given wage. Otherwise, you don't have a business, you have a slave manufacturer. You have the manufacturer of slaves. Now you can pay them $20 an hour. You can pay them $25 an hour. You have the choice to do that. So we're not removing choice. We are just preventing you from being a slave master. It's a difference. We are preventing you from being a slave master. We are creating a level playing field in America that says anybody who holds a job can live. We're not creating slave ma- we're not creating a, a family of slave masters around here. So we are giving all Americans choice. And what is that choice? If company A wants to just pay $15 and company B sees a reason to pay $17, I go to $17 guy. Please remember that. Daniel Ladoe, again, your messaging falls on fallacy. Uh, let's see. Bridge says, every case, read that. The number has been, dif- I think that's a f- private conversation. All right, let's continue here. Continue here. Let's see what else I got. So black conservatives are stooges, Egberto. Okay. Um, your inner racist is showing. Oh, so now I'm racist because I'm calling black conservatives who are unpatriotic and who support unpatriotic seditious insurrectionists and i call them out and that makes me a racist but generally speaking if i call if i don't call out black people that are doing the wrong thing again i'm a racist because you don't call out black people that do the wrong thing make up your mind daniel ledo my brother make up your mind George Sarapa. Hey, Gberto, great show as always. Thank you very much, George Sarapa. Muchisimas gracias. Tom C. How about a minimum wage of $10 right now plus Medicare for All? Brother, I would take that. I would take that, Tom C. That would be, in effect, a big wage. Tom Magic. I love that. I love that, Tom. I love that. I would take that. Linda Kissinger. You know why? Because if we have Medicare for All, uh, you know, you just ten dollars an hour for four hundred dollars a week gives you sixteen hundred dollars a month. Yes, it's hard to live on that, but that is the lowest wage, etc. Uh, but since you don't have your medical costs, you can work with that. That's a good start. Tom, I like your idea. Uh, Linda Joe Kessinger says, "Hey, everyone." Eric Hayes, so with all the deficit spending, can we say the U.S. is a rich company using borrowed funds? Is that considered earned money being used for just... take? Okay, I'm going to try this again with Eric. Eric, money from the government isn't the same as money in your checking account. Government creates, in in the case of America, and the case of countries that don't have their sovereign currency... It's not possible because if they are dependent on some other co- currency, it's not possible. This isn't possible. America has sovereign currency. In other words, our money is belongs to us, and it, the worth of our money is a faith and the faith in our own economic system. Remember that. So therefore, we can we can make as much money available as possible. We are a sovereign currency. What stops us from making as much money available? Something called inflation. If there's too much money chasing after too little product, not enough product, that's what causes inflation. If we have too much money, in other words, let's say I give everybody $10,000. I mean, let's say I give everybody $100,000. Since we have our sovereign currency, the government could do that. Give everybody $100,000. Immediately, everybody wants a car, everybody wants a house, everybody, everybody's going to run out there and buy a car and whatever. And since we are not currently designed for that volume of selling cars, the price of cars suddenly go up because people are going to say, this, this, the salesman is going to say, wow, I got 10 people who want that car. Okay, first bid, 100000 Next bid, and that's what you get, inflation, because you have a lot of money chasing too little product. We are not even close to that. The fact that we have people that are unemployed means we don't have a shortage of employment. That's numero uno. The fact that we have people unemployed means we can build a lot more products, meaning we could hire all these people, increase the size of factories, and create more jobs, and create more product so that there won't be too much money Chase into little products, so the fallacy that we hear from those who would say we can't have deficit spending and all of that kind of stuff is that they're lying to you. They don't is, is they're lying to you, or they don't understand economics. Uh, her name is Elizabeth. What's her name? Uh, Jessica Elizabeth? No, I don't remember her name right now. She's a, 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 a money. Money uh, economist. She's a—I forgot what kind of modern monetary theory, theory economy uh, uh, economist. And if you follow her, MMT. Let me look. Let me look her up because I want to tell you, MMT Economist. Uh, I—I've I, been trying to get her on too. Other than uh, other than bringing on Richard, well, Stephanie Kelton. Check out Stephanie Kelton. Stephanie Kelton did a calculation to see what the slack was. In our economic system right now. And, and she found that on a yearly basis. We had a slack of over 600. I think it was over 600 billion dollars. Which means we could. As a, as a country. We could, get, we, could, we could donate. 600 billion dollars more. With, in basic income to people. Just give it away. And that would increase economic activity. In such a manner. That it balances with everybody having. Without creating inflation. And the calculation was completely based on the slack that we have in the economy, meaning how many people are unemployed, how, and, and if those people are unemployed in areas that are doing business, how you know how much can they produce? And when you do all that calculation, you come out with an approximation as far as how much more spending we can actually put into the economy without creating inflation. And it's a lot, it's a lot. We falsely, we falsely. Keep people down to keep wages down to keep all. I mean, we, because we want to have this bifurcated wealth class gap, because some people just want to live very well, and they can only will very well if some live not so well. The 20th century is a wash in eight blood from the atheist murderous nature. Man, the only person that sounds so uh, Daniel Lado. Do you realize? And I'm not going to get to the video. I, I came. I, I went too long with this. But Daniel Lido, do you realize the person that talked the most violently here about violent things, people doing violence onto others, is you? None of our people here, other than you, none of our conservatives. Uh, 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 we have Lee Grant is a conservative. We have uh, who else is a conservative here? Um, Eric Hayes is a conservative. We have a lot of conservatives in the house. I never hear them talking violently. You're the only one that's always talking violently. Just like those guys who attacked the, 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 um, the capital. Why? Why? Egberto, more like a quarter, not a nickel, but yeah, pretty much. Uh, five, yeah, you're right. No, 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 no. One, if it's 1.4%, oh, 10% times the 7 Yeah, you're right. You're right about that. Uh, you're right about that. Eric Hayes says the sandwich shop will cut costs it'll cut costs and increase prices. I mean, if they increase their price by 25 cents per sandwich, you're still going to buy that sandwich, Eric Hayes. You're not going to you're not going to not buy that sandwich because you have a, a quarter less in your pocket. When you especially knowing that a lot of people are going to make have a a, a decent living now. Okay, let's see. Linda uh, Salim Ali Mustafa, welcome aboard Politics Unright. Salim uh, Mustafa says, "Hello, I am from Syria. We lost our home because of war. We live near Turkish border. We need help to get basic needs. Help us, please." Um, talk. Send me a direct message later on. Uh, let's validate who you are, Salim. Um, okay, Linda E. That Papa John's guy went on TV and blamed the employees. Of he had to pay them more Tell them the public You know, I don't get it You know, they don't mind Making a lot of money for themselves But they do mind paying To make somebody You know, they're they're completely dependent On their workers But they don't want to pay them Okay, let's see uh, Lorenzo Duane Reed That's not how it works That's not what how works, Lorenzo You may want to kind of help me out a bit I want to make sure that you're not Talking about me or as far as somebody else. So let me let me know what, what it is. Linda Joe Kissinger says, Breach true and they disregard that which doesn't fit their agenda, even sometimes going against those exactly. Egberto, that would only happen if you make and sell lousy sang... <laughs> okay, uh, Maywood. Michael says, Egberto, the previous post with sarcasm tag CPAC... Goes all in on Trump's false election credit conspiracy theory is now the official Republican platform. No, I know it's sarcasm, but I I, I do say that it is the Republican platform. Okay. Uh Bridge, yo, Linda Let's see. Lorenzo DeWayne Reed says, no, of a person makes $15 and prices go up, they're not spending more, just paying more for the same product. Um no. Of a person makes $15 for an hour, go up. They are not spending more; just paying more for the same product. Yeah, they're paying more for the same product so that they can pay an employee more, and that employee gets to buy more stuff. And when that employer employee buy more stuff, remember, economic activity is how fast money turns around. Don't forget that. All right, uh, and we can we, you can call and talk to me. You can call the line. Anybody who wants to dispute. What I'm saying. Please give us a call. Uh, The number is, uh, let me put that on the screen again. Uh, You can always give us a call. I love my callers. Okay, I've just put the number on the screen. Uh, If you want to call and use that code to come in. Uh, Let's see. I want to get back to where I was. Uh, Michael. Okay, let's see. When the wages go up, does the ability of workers, to, so does the ability of workers to spend. They can afford to buy more sandwiches. Therefore, your business would increase to the point that you would be forced to hire more. You get it, Maywood. You get it. Now, Daniel says, you are a racist because you judge black people as having inherent ideology and identity. You're racist because you judge all people by their racial standard. No. I don't even be, if if you listen to my show I think race is a stupid thing but because America has given a a, a uh, has based a lot of is systemically based on race what we look like our pigmentation that has to be taken into account of the of the notion I had to as an example When I built Willie's Computer Software Company, I built it on 18 to 21% interest rates on credit cards. Why? Because when I went to the bank, the bank laughed at me. And I mean, they laughed. You're coming in here asking us for a loan without collateral. Yes, I am. I asked for $40,000 on colorized loan, business loan, and they laughed at me. I got out of there. You had to use my credit cards for building my company. My friend. White guy, coke addict, was going into these credit. These um, in those days, it was using the. They didn't have a lot of cell phones, so they were using cards, um, long distance cards to make calls, all that sort of thing. He went in there. Everybody who sees this guy, based on his actions, knew that he there, he was coked up. He got the forty thousand dollars. He called me a big birdo. I got approved. I know you're going to get approved too because he knew I had perfect credit had lousy credit. Not lousy. He had seven low sevens. Okay? And he got it. They laughed at me when I went in. And I'll name the bank. NCNB. They laughed at me. I went in there and the VP, the, you know, everybody's called a VP out there. VP sat me down and he told me, don't even bother filling out the application. And I didn't. Because I understood where it was coming from. But I, I, I made it, I, I, and this is a quick st- offset story, just a little offset story. I, they didn't give me the loan. After a few years, a couple years I think it was, the business really took off. And then I went to the bank this time. And I didn't ask for the loan. I told the bank they were going to give me the loan. And again, she smirked. And then when I gave all the the, the, the preliminary information, she kind of go ahead and uh, and, and sent the, uh, the, the 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 thing to um, all the information to fill out the application. And then I said, "You'll have the application complete with the resume, with all the flow, the, the money flows, and all that kind of stuff by tomorrow." She laughed. I'm not kidding you. I then had it FedEx to her in a cartapacio, three ring binder this thick. With all the information, and I said to her, "I'll be waiting on my loan." She said nothing. By then, she realized it was serious. The loan came out just before uh, just before tax day. The woman probably thought I wanted the loan for to pay my taxes. So they held out, distributing the loan till the day after April fifteenth. You would not imagine what Hugh does. In business, and I, I said I was going to write a book on all the different things that I went through with the different businesses that I had, just because of Hugh. I mean, I don't hold it against. Uh, I mean, I never allowed it to stop me. But think about those people who didn't grow up headstrong. You know, I had great parents, mother and father, great parents. They instilled in me a certain a, a certain gravitas that said. You, were, you are better than no one, but no one is better than you, and you can do whatever you want to do, and there are several ways to skin a cat. And I've always kept that in the back of my head, and that's exactly how I found
0: 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it, because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from GEICO because they help save people money? GEICO? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Unless you've been living under a rock, you've probably been hearing a lot about the stock market lately. Millions of people are beginning to invest for the first time ever. And we're realizing that the financial system should be built to work for us. That's why Robinhood is creating real human education resources, truly digestible financial news, and a platform that lets you invest in your own way, on your own terms. The next generation of investors is already here, and it includes you. Robinhood. Investing is risky. Robinhood Financial, LLC.
1: But a lot of what I went through had to do solely because of my hue. So I want you guys to realize something that is important. When you call me a racist, you are looking in a mirror, my brother. You are looking in a mirror. Because if you can't understand what somebody like moi had to go through, you really have an issue. You're really wearing colored glasses, but those colored glasses generally means it says more about who you are than what is. Eric Hayes, money is money and debt is debt. That is not true at all. That is not true at all. Again, will you consider learning the difference between sovereign currency of the government and the dollars you spend every day? It's a very big difference. And anytime you have a right-wing radio station, TV station, or whatever that tells you that, they're lying to you and they're making you less intelligent than you should be. That's what it is. Eric Hayes again, open the economy and let people work and get sick. With no Medicare for all Hmm, wow Lee Grant The terms seditionist and insurrectionist Are thrown around liberally I think some would change me With such a label would, would charge me with such a No, you're no insurrectionist or seditionist, buddy Stephanie Kelton Thank you for telling me that I'm just scrolling to that uh, Let's see Daniel Ledo says What he is talking about now Is real world terms Is buying votes Huh? Wow Amazing Okay, Daniel Ledo is probably talking about Hitler, Stalin, Mao, as if atheists <laughs> want. Thank you, ABQ. Uh, let's see who else wants to make a comment. Paul Fleming says, when you're talking fast food or quick service businesses, they are based on part time workers, have very few full time workers. True. All right, Maywood says, replying to Eric Hayes. Define too much stimulus. If you're talking about unrestrained government spending on inappropriate items, war, the military. Oh, thank you for bringing that up. We just, we just dropped a few bombs in Iraq or, or, or in Syria. Do you know how much each one of those bombs costs? And that was just to give a message, right? It didn't accomplish anything. It's to show that, hey, we can drop a bomb. We can drop, we can send an F-16 out there with two 500 pound bombs on it. We spent a lot of gas to put it out there. We spent a lot of, uh, a lot of money to replenish that bomb. Ah. But we can't give somebody basic income. We can't give priorities, priorities. work for work part-time 40 years ago. With health insurance, now you need three part-time jobs and they, they won't hire you, and you still don't get health insurance. It's amazing. Egberto, if you raise wages and employees spend more, is this the same as getting refunds of thousands in taxes? Spending is spending? No, it's not. Let me give you why. And this is why I love, uh, I, I love doing this here because when you raise questions like that, it provides us away from giving you answers. There are various studies that's been done. Which, do, which one gives you the biggest bang for your buck? Which means what creates circulation in your economy? If you give a tax cut or if you give money into the economy, meaning you give them a stipend, if you give them a what actually turns around. If you, if you, if you look at the literature, because the people who will get tax cuts are the people who command more salary, more earnings, they generally don't put that money back into the economy. So I get a tax cut, or somebody get a tax cut, they throw that tax cut into the bank. That creates no additional spending in the economy. However, if you give that tax cut to a low-wage worker, or or rather, if you give that money to a low-wage worker in the form of a pay increase, in the form of basic income. They are going to throw that into the economy right now because most poor people go without. You go ahead and you you watch, and this is why it's so important for you to be around people of all types. You go around a poor person, and at the end of the month, that poor person is going through their bills. And they're going through, I can pay this, I can pay that, I can buy this for my daughter, I can buy this for my son, but I can't do this today. Now, if they have more money, they'll immediately say, oh, I can do this today. I can do this now. That's spending into the economy. And when they do this today, they create more demand. And as they create more demand, that creates an extra job for somebody else. This is not rocket science. This has been proven in truth, and this has been proven in theory. So it's been proven in real life, real world, and as well in theory. But, again, when you have a party that isn't theory-based, and when you have a portion of a party that isn't willing to fight because they don't want to be called uh, socialists or whatever, this is what you get. We have to fight for minimum wage. Wow, I keep getting messages, but I I guess that's what I said the show is going to be about. Talk to whatever you guys have to say. NCNB isn't the Bank of America. It is the Bank of America now. NCNB, look, Bank of America went through a whole lot of transition. It was first called, uh, I started with this bank when it was called University Savings. And then from University Savings, it was called NCNB. And then from NCNB, it was called Nations Bank. And then from Nations Bank, it was called Bank of America. So these banks go through all kind of magical things. Uh, uh, let's see. And I, you know, By the way, I know the scenario because I've been banking with these same guys for a very long time. And there's a reason that I did that. And let me tell folks this, right? When it comes to reasons why people deny you credit or not give you what's your due, the reason why they do that is so they can say, ah, well, he wasn't with us for a long time. I always make sure to keep... Permanence, even if I'm not using them to the fullest, I'm going to use somebody else. I make sure to keep permanence, to remove that as an excuse. Well, we're not going to give you that particular loan because we don't have a relationship with you. Well, you have more than a 20, 30-year relationship with me, brothers and sisters. So, you, you know, you have to beat the system by playing the system the way they expect it, not the way not they expect you not to play it so that you know when your hue is, is actually the limiting factor. Egberto, LOL, have become the perfect Mark 6 stooge. Okay, if you feel that way. But you're here. Okay, uh, let's see. Replying, replying. Let me continue scrolling. I think, let's continue. Egberto, a topic for the next show. Dallas created a taxis waste dump in a minority neighborhood, then ignored their people for three years before an election came around. <laughs> we live in a city. Uh, I'll read the rest later. Okay, let's continue. Man, you guys had a lot today, and we're almost done with the show with me talking to everything that you guys put out there. Ew, please, Egberto, use a different analogy. An, uh, for what? For what? For what? Let's see. I get a visual when you say skin. A hey, anything. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> Sovereign currency. Okay, what, what analogy are you talking about, Linda? E? Tell me real quick, because I'm, I'm not sure that I know what you're talking about. So tell me real quick what you mean, Sister E., all right, Sister Linda E. All right, Nanette Bird says, because they're using, okay, you, uh, that is a conversation. Uh, Maywood says, since the $15 uh, wage increase is up for discussion, I have a series of podcasts on the subject. Let it fly. Lee, Biden bombs own it. Yes, he did, and I owned it at the beginning of the program, Lee. Come on now. Bridge MCP, a George Carlin said, I love George Carlin. My wife used to buy me all George Carlin books. I love George Carling. He was a, he's a comedian, but he knows so much and he <laughs> quite a bit. Eric case, most sane people go without and take care of their business, but if you model credit spending, it's okay. Well, see more people in debt. Ugh. Can't you get that people are poor not because they're not providing the services do more money. They're poor because uh, systemically we have made them poor. We need to fix that. That is where morality comes in. Linda, uh, Joe Kessinger says, Priorities should be first and foremost keeping people alive. Thank you. Healthcare, living wages, police reform, immigration. When people don't have to worry about staying alive, then deal with the other stuff. Power to you, girl. May Wood, re- oh, replying to Eric Hayes. Okay, all right. We're almost at the end of the show. Can you believe that? You guys had a lot of stuff, but that's what I asked for. I guess I'll play the, the other tape on Monday. The, the, but I'd rather, I rather talk to you guys with what you guys brought up in the show than just throw what I said on. Like I said, this is your show, and you guys make the difference. If you want me to talk about something else, that's what I do. Um, I didn't even make a plea today. I'm going to do it real quickly. Please, if you are listening to us on YouTube... Please go ahead and click that join button and become a, a member of the PDR Posse. If you don't see that join button, I'm going to put it in the feed right now so the people on YouTube, the people on all the other channels can see it. Uh, it is politicsdonright.com YouTube. That's politicsdonright.com YouTube. Likewise, you can go ahead and support us via Patreon. That is politicsandrightcom slash Patreon. Politicsandright.com slash Patreon. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Uh, let's see. Paul Fleming says, You've knocked out of the park again, my brother. Have a great week. Hey, brother. Coming from you, Paul, that means a lot. Coming from all of you, the kudos, the kudos are touching. And I really mean that from the depths of my heart. Because I'm doing this, hopefully, that those of you that are listening to me live, those of you that are going to share it, and those people who are going to stumble on it, and it's several thousand that do it in the different forms. It's really, really great. So I appreciate all of you. And I, I mean, I, I, when I say I appreciate all of you, even Daniel Ledo who gives me a hard time. He calls me a racist. He tells me all of these things. Let me tell you why I appreciate Daniel. Because Daniel Daniel gives us the opportunity to see the entire framework and mentality of America, and some people see what deep inside what they are, what they don't want to be, what they want to improve on. Hell, I see what I want to improve on on myself as well. So anyhow, uh, go ahead, folks, and go to uh, politicsunright.com/slash/youtube if you want to join the posse. We need you, and if you want to support us via PayPal as well, politicsunright.com. Slash PayPal And there you go uh, <laughs> I love it Bridge MCP said Come on Join the PDR Posse Thank you Bridge Love you girl Love you 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 Now you can get our book That's a book That you see on the screen Right now uh, How do you get that book You can get it at Amazon To get it at Amazon Here you go That's it on Amazon uh, You can also buy it At our store To cut out the middle person At the store It's politicsonright.com Slash store Politicsandright.com says, So you can get The t-shirts You can get the um, Hoodies You can also get our All our books All our books The As I see it Class warfare The only resort to, Even my weight loss book Is there So g- Go to Store.politicsandright.com Or Politicsandright.com store And support us We need your support We can't do this Without you We simply Cannot do this Without you And by the way Get our cup, the cup designed by Bridge MCP. That same Bridge MCP that you see in the chat, she designed that. Get the cup. How do you get that cup? Let me give you the link to that cup. Uh, You can go ahead and get that cup at our store. And here is the link to get the cup. Please support us by getting the cup as well. Who has already done it? Our beautiful Linda E. There she is with the cup as well as Norman Reynolds. We have more, but they haven't sent their pictures in. We want it. We want it Let's say push the COVID weight loss bo- <laughs> Oh my God Oh my God Anyhow Folks so there is Norman And there is Linda E who got the book Look I got to get out of here My name is Egberto Willis This is Politics Done Right And you know how I Get out of here I am what Out
0: F twenty seven at DMV window number 16.
1: Okay, Rose, we're second in line. Perfect, Rose. You remembered the birth certificate?
0: Yes, and we have our electric bill. Excellent. We'll be real ID ready in no time. Real ID ready to visit our grandson Ricky at Fort Bragg. Then fly to New Orleans for Jazz Fest. Pardon me, are you talking to yourself? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I guess I am. Talk yourself into real ID readiness by May 3rd, 2023. Make a plan at DHS.gov slash real ID. I'm Robert Conti, Chief of the Metropolitan Police Department. Unfortunately, traffic fatalities are up in the district, and I need your help to reverse this trend. Seatbelts save lives and reduce the risk of death or injury. Click it or tick it.